Yeah. Yeah. Hey yo, man, it's your time. And fuck poverty. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Phil and Leroy Judgmental Podcast. Phil back in the house. <laughs> and I'm Leroy. What's going on, Phil? Not much. Just trying to catch up with you. Uh-huh. So we got a guest today. Uh, well, this guest is a two-time champion. We got a two-time champion now. Unfortunately, he was on, on our Eagles versus Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. He's a Steelers <laughs> fan, so <laughs> we got Mr. Jeff Baker. How you doing, Jeff? Good man, how are y'all doing? All right, oh, so good. what's been going on? You no, know, same old, same old, man. Just, just trying to work. You know, uh, keep safe in this pandemic, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got in a little bit into your background during that podcast. So we're going to. Uh, I feel as though you are an interesting person. From your, uh, we'll we'll get we'll get to all that stuff that you you're doing, but mm-hmm. um, and done and doing. So, uh, you're from, since you are a White Sox fan, you're from the south side of Chicago, right? No, I'm from the west side. Um, it, it, I used to live 10 minutes from Comiskey Park, so if they want to consider that west or, or, or consider that south side, which I don't understand how, because uh, the stadium is on west, like, I think it's, I think it's west 35th or west 38th, so, but... See, I always thought that was the south side of Chicago. Yeah, I mean, they're considering south side, but hey, whatever. As long as it isn't the Cubs, man. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, uh, well, we all know Chicago get a bad rap. And I guess we all around the same age. So how was growing up in Chicago back then? Well, um, you know... Early, we, we talk about like late seventies, early eighties. It was fine then, um, but my mom had moved us out of Chicago when I was like six or six or seven years old. We moved to Ashtabula, Ohio, um, because she had, she had met a man who lived there, and uh, it was me, my sister, and I think my young my, my middle sister, and uh, um, my mother ended up marrying the man, and they had uh, four other kids together, so. Um, Chicago, um, but we we always went home. Chicago, you know, Chicago. I love Chicago. I love my city. You know, I I I I will always rep Chicago. You know, no, no matter what. Um, but yeah, Chicago has just gotten bad, man. Like, the, it isn't just it isn't just Chicago. The world the world in general has just gotten bad. But Chicago is definitely no place. It's definitely not a sightseeing place in in certain areas there for sure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, would somebody would somebody be safe if they go into that um, what you call it, the gold mile? What's the gold? Uh, 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 the um, well, the the magnificent mile downtown. So yeah, they'll be fine down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. just don't worry. I, I will say this: uh, if you're a white person, and I <laughs> and look, I'm 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 far from racist. Um, yeah. But if you're a white person, the only only white people you see on the west side of Chicago is either one, the police, or two, a crackhead. And that's- <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you moved to Astabula. Is that how you pronounce it? Astabula. Oh, Astabula. Okay, mm-hmm. so you moved there. What year was it? You say you were six or seven, so it was like in the mid-80s? Yeah, uh-huh. So what kind of town is uh, Astabula? Uh... 
you know, like a small, a small little town. Um, you know, um, Ashabula actually has, you know, it's about 50, 50, uh, when it comes to black or white. Um, so, you know, they, you have your, your, your racist people, you know, whatever they can do whatever they want to do. But, um, majority, majority wasn't racist. It was, you know, um, a lot of people who actually, you know, supported each other, no matter what color you were. So, um, I mean, Ashabula, you know, everybody just knew everybody, you know, and, you know, I got into my trouble there a lot, you know, ran the streets and everything else. So, I mean, um, I just, I, I'm just not moving back. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so is it like a, 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 it's a small town, but is it like a, a country, a rural area or? Um, well, um, we lived in uh, a few a few parts of the county of Ashtabula. Um, you know, I lived in um, first when we first moved to Ashtabula County. Uh, it was you know in the city, but then uh, probably like a few years later, we ended up moving to the country, and I hated it. God, I hate the country so bad, man. Because you can't just walk down the street to a store or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> the, the nearest store is probably like four or five miles, and I, I I just I I hate the country, man. I hate the country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, you living in Ashtabula, and um, I don't know if you want to get into your addiction. Do you want to talk about that? Oh, I, I have no problem with that, man. I, okay, I have no problem. So when did your addiction start? Um, probably when I was uh, I think I was like 15, 16 years old. Um, first starting off. Um, drinking um i remember my mama she had a, a bottle of a black velvet and she had that bottle for like a while man i'm like this had been like at least a good five six years she had it and um high school probably like what 10th 11th 10th grade 11th grade you know i was just drinking it and um you know it just made it made me feel good you know it and uh i i loved it and then uh there was a guy who I went to high school with, and um, this is when we lived out in the country. So me and him, we, we went to high school. We were we were the only the only two black black uh, men to actually graduate, you know, in our class at our high school. Um, but him and I, you know, we used to always hang together. And he from East Cleveland. And if anybody knows East Cleveland, East Cleveland is no is also another place where you don't be sightseeing. Um, is that where Bone Thugs and Harmony is from? East ninety nine? Would that be East Cleveland? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I get yeah. all my. Sh- I'm sorry, Phil. I get all my shit from rap. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, uh, sir. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no. Um, but yeah. So he's the one who introduced me to to weed. And uh, first time smoking weed with him, you know, I I love weed. You know, shoot, look, and I'm just being honest. It, if, if I could still smoke weed, I would still do it for real. But um, uh, I I just choose not to. You know, I mean, I, I can't if I want to. I, I just choose not to because um, I already know where you know drinking and, and drugging ha- has led has led me to. So, um, you know, once I uh, once I graduated from high school, though, um, I went to the Marine Corps, and when I went to the Marine Corps, um, you know, I graduated from from boot camp came home did something stupid as in smoke weed and back then the military they didn't really play that you know smoking weed and or, or doing drugs so 
they they kicked my butt out. Um, probably like three months later after I, uh, I graduated from from boot camp. But um, but then but then my drug addiction really got bad because you know I I felt like I had failed in life when I got kicked out of uh, boot camp. So um, or I mean well kicked kicked out of the Marine Corps because I that's what I wanted to do. I always wanted to be a Marine. You know, um, because it, it, it taught discipline, you know, it, it helped me to uh, open up my eyes to the world and see, you know, a lot better than than just Chicago or Ashtabula and just see that there's a lot more opportunities out there. Um, and, you know, it, it, it kind of shaped me and molded me. You know, I don't know how everybody sees me and my outfits on, um, on, on Twitter or whatever. But, um, you know, that's the, the Marine Corps taught me some of that as in, you know, how to have your own style, you know, to, you know, be, be very, um, not very good looking, but just, just, just be, um, decent looking, you know, just, you know, have, have some kind of decency about yourself. So. Uh-huh. Now it, it got so bad. You became homeless in Ashtabula. Yeah, man. Um, man, you know, I, I had, um, I had ripped and, and ran the streets so much. Um, you know, I I was uh I had sold dope, you know, got you know, got arrested, um, was on probation, got off probation, um had a girlfriend here, girlfriend there. Um I I I was actually dating two women at one time. They both got tired of my mess. Um and then uh I ended up out here in, in in um in Erie because my sister lived out here and, and I just wanted to to start my life all over. But um but yeah to I mean to any young kids who who are listening like if y'all think this that the those streets love you or whatever or whatnot they do not love you I promise you they they only love themselves and I promise you that man I, I mean that with all my heart. I mean you just what happened with um with a uh, little young boy um he got shot and killed. King Vaughn, you talking about? Yeah, man. Like living that whole lifestyle, it, it ain't worth it. It really ain't, man. I, I I'll probably you know, just in two thousand and seven alone, I probably in in and out of jail six times within like three months, just because just from running the streets and acting a fool, man. Right. All right. So you so you made it to Aerie with your sister. What kind of what kind of uh, town is Aerie? Um. It's it's a little bit bigger than than Ashtabula. Um, probably maybe maybe the size of uh, uh, maybe maybe the size of South Philly or something like that, or maybe the size of uh, uh, maybe the size of East Cleveland. So, I mean, it, it's it's bigger than Ashtabula, but I mean, to me, everything's small to me uh, coming from Chicago. So. Mm-hmm. So, so you made it to the Airy City Mission New Life Program. Is that on a uh, Fifth uh, French Street? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10, 10, 10 French French Street. Now, yep. uh, what? How did you get there the first time? Well, um, so I'm living I'm living with my sister, and she was married to a guy who was, uh, uh, and in fact, at the time, my sister, I think my sister was like. 20 something years old and her husband was 
sixty some years old. Yeah, well, damn. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, but but uh, I mean, how do they even interact with each other? My sister is my sister is way darker skinned than I am, and her husband is a sixty some well was at the time a sixty some year old white man. Now he ain't had no money. You know what I'm saying? Like, you weren't rich enough, or like that. But, you know what I'm saying? They love each other, and I can knock them for for that. I mean, as long as you take care of my sister and you ain't doing nothing stupid, then, hey, I ain't gonna knock you for that, hey. Right. Well, go ahead, Phil. I just wanted to say, uh, how do a 20-something-year-old meet a 60-something-year-old white guy? Like, I understand once they're together, they can probably, like, find stuff that they have in common, but how do they meet initially, though? It's just weird. Um, I think he was working at a bar that uh, she that she used to hang out at or something like that. I forgot, but she's not even with him. Mm -hmm. So, so how did you get to the Airy City Mission? So, what's crazy is um, a week before I came to the mission, um, I was I was at at my sister's house. My sister and her husband had just left, and. I was just tired, man. Like, like mentally, mostly spiritually, psychologically, I was just tired of the whole, because the whole, when I moved out here to Erie, you know, I, I was still smoking and drinking and whatnot, but um, something just overcame me to the, to the point to where, man, I got on my knees and I prayed. Like, I mean, like my spiritually, my, my body and my mind was just drained. Like, I, I said to myself, okay, I'm not doing anything with myself. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, I'm just existing. And, and I, I didn't want that anymore. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm like, come on, man. There's got to be better, better things in life than, than this. And um, a week later, um, my sister's uh, husband and I, we got into a fight. And I ended up having to, I, I, I ended up leaving. And then two days later, I ended up at the Erie City Mission. In fact, what it was that I, I moved—I I moved to my other sister's house for like two days. And my mom, my mama came by. She was like, "Oh no, you can't be here!" Yeah, 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 yeah. And my mama is the one who dropped me off at the Salvation Army. And um, there was a guy who was coming out the door of, of the Salvation Army, and um, I asked the guy, I said, "Hey, is this where the, the city mission is?" He says, "No." He says, "But I'm walking there right now." <laughs> so. Uh, I said, okay, well, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll walk with you. And that's how I, I ended up at, at the city mission. And I, I don't know, and this is not being religious or, or anything like, like that, but I know um, for those who believe in God, that was nobody but God who just, you know, brought that man right in front of me and said, yeah, I'm going to take you right to the mission. Because I didn't know where I was and I didn't know where the mission was. So, um, you know, I... And when I got to the mission, you know, I still had reservations. You know, I still wanted to, you know, okay, still, you know, smoke weed here, you know, only do it here, maybe do it there. But um, I told myself, you know, in order for life to change, you have to change. So I I just, you know, I just broke down. Man, I there's a guy who, who was talking to me. I'm talking to him and I broke down and I started crying because he's he's telling me truthful things, you know what I'm saying? Stuff that, you know, that I knew better, you know, 
when it comes to life and, and whatnot. But, you know, I just didn't want to fully grasp, grasp the concept of, you know, I have to let this go and let that go. And, um, but, but my spirit said, it's time, you know, like, it's just time, man. Like that whole lifestyle, let it go. Just let it go. And, uh, Airy City Mission is a new life program, is a rehab. And, uh, did you eat there at the, at the Hagen Hall lunch? Did you eat there also? uh, Oh, that's all new. I I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Because that, yeah, all that wasn't there when, um, when, when, when I was there, um, um, so the new life program, they give you everything you need to achieve what you want to achieve. You just have to do the footwork. That's all mm-hmm. to it. They will, you know, they have Bible study, they have, um, classes, they have, uh, um, ca- uh, counselor session, uh, uh, you go to uh, Narcotics Anonymous meetings. You go to uh, all kind of places that will help you in recovery if you want it. But you're you're the one who has to do the footwork. So and uh, yeah, and I just went, you know, I just went head on in, in, into it, man. Like you know what, I, I'm tired. Enough is enough. Okay, let let's just do this and let's not let's not play around with it. So. Now, how many years were you into your addiction before you went to Airy City Mission? So, from the time I was 15, 16 until 2000, I, I went to the mission December December of 2007. So, probably a good uh, 13 years, 12, mm-hmm. 13 years. Okay. Now, how was Susan McCh- McChesney influencing your life? <laughs> Boy, y'all already been doing y'all research, huh? <laughs> now, that's my girl, though. Sue, um, Sue, you know what? Sue, Sue is a person that if she sees you doing what you're supposed to do and even going and beyond, above and beyond to what you want to do, she will look out for you. Sue is a great person, man. Like, Sue, like, I, like, me personally, I don't rock with a lot of people at all. You know what I'm saying? So to have somebody like Sue um, you know, come in my life, man, she's a, just a great person. I, I, I don't know if you've seen the, the other gentleman, the, the black gentleman, Daryl Smith. I call Daryl Smith um, my father. Well, not necessarily my father, but he's been like a father figure to me because I didn't know my father. Um, but Daryl, Daryl has, Daryl has, Daryl probably done the most for me than anybody has at, at, at the Erie City Mission. Daryl is like the man. Like Daryl, and it's funny because I just saw Daryl a couple hours ago. He came down to the bus station and, and bought a ticket. So, um, yeah, like Daryl is the man. Like that's the man right there. Okay, now uh, did Susan get you the job at Greyhound? No, she did not. <laughs> I hope she didn't say that. <laughs> so, um, who who got you into the Greyhound? Working in Greyhound. So, remember when I said I got my I got on my knees and I prayed a week before I came to the mission. Right. This is crazy. As soon as I got up, 
something hit me and said, I want to work at Greyhound. I want to work at Greyhound. And I said, I don't know how it happened, but I want to work at Greyhound. Now, this is December of 2007. Uh, um, the end of September of 2008, from the New Life program, that the first place I went was to the Greyhound here in Erie. And I filled out an application. You know, shirt, tie, resume in hand, haircut, whatever. And um, the guy who, who was my boss then, um, you know, I told him, I said, hey, look, I'm just being straight up and honest with you. I'm coming from the Erie City Mission. You know, and, and he said, oh, he's like, I know someone who works at the Erie City Mission. I said, oh, yeah, who? And he told me who. And he's like, okay. So, um, uh, I told him, I said, yeah, if you have anything open up, please, you know, I, I would love the position. You know, I, I, I will, I will, whatever you have, I just, I just want to do it. So a couple of weeks later, he called me and said, hey, you know, um, a guy who, who was working for me, he's no longer working for me. Would you like to come in for an interview? Man. And, and what's crazy is I was in a house, you know, just doing, just doing a side job just so I can have some money in my pocket while I'm looking for work. So um, I'm like, most definitely. And the guy who, who who I was working for, I told him, I said, hey, I have to go. I have an interview tomorrow. I need to get ready. I need to get prepared. And he's like, man, I totally understand. The man gave me some money. He put some money in my pocket. He said, man, go and get your job. And um, the very next day, I ended up going down there. And the, and the day after that, I ended up start, starting work. And was your first job the front desk attendant? Yes, that was okay. my own. That, yeah, 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 yeah. That that was always my, my only job. Okay, the Greyhound yeah. Station is in uh, two hundred and eight East Bayfront Parkway in a modal center. Yes, sir. Okay, so uh, were you and the station manager close? Um, you know what? Now that man now. That's the man I can say I call father, you know, a dad or a father, because um, the man is a short little older white man, and he saw that you know I was serious about you know my you know handling business. You know, um, I was the last person he hired, and he, he probably had like at, at the time when I first started there, four or five people he had also working there, and um he saw that i was very serious about this but i told him in the interview i said look i said sir i'm coming here to handle this you know i i i'm I, i've already done messing around and all that and ran a speech i said i'm here to handle business so you know you are going to get one 110 percent about of me you know if ands or buts about it and and he saw that i mean and like the man you know i didn't even have an apartment yet and um when I finally did get an apartment, the man looked out for me. You know what I'm saying? Like he went and went and helped me buy a TV. You know, that man, his name is Ron Price. And the man is just um just one of the nicest people you could ever meet. Like he, and, and 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 I swear I would choke somebody about that man because just because he he can sometimes be a pushover. And me, I'm far from that. So if I see if I see if I see somebody picking on the weak, then yeah, I'm gonna step in and I'm gonna say something. 
and and just just one of the nicest people you could ever meet, man. Like I I've never met anyone that nice, just as nice as he is. Okay, so how long was you there till you got the spark where like, hey, I can own this station? Well, here it was that um. So I started October fourth, two thousand and eight, and um. January of 2016, well, no, yeah, the beginning of January 2016, that's when uh, Ron said, you know, he didn't want, he didn't want the responsibility anymore of, you know, being the owner. I said, okay, I have two options. One, find another job, or two, um, try to take it over myself. So, the first thing I did was I filled out I filled out the application, you know, to become uh, a franchise owner. Two days later, Greyhound's calling Ron and said, you know, checking my credibility. And I, I didn't even know it, but the first thing they checked was my credit. Then they checked my credibility. And um, you know, Ron spoke nothing nothing but high things for me. So um, so you know, you go through all the paperwork, you know, you gotta open up bank accounts and do all this and do all that. And, and then Greyhound says, okay, it's all yours. So it's all about credit and credibility because the first thing they check is your credit. And I didn't know this, but yeah, they had already ran my credit before that, that they even called Ron and I, credit karma had sent me some not notification. I just ignored it. Like I'm thinking, okay, I made an, another payment on time or something like that. But then I didn't know it was, you know, uh, Greyhound, you know, checking my credit, but uh, yeah, and um, yeah, just the um, just the whole process of it. It's a, it's it's definitely a process to become uh, you know, an, an agent for Greyhound. Um, but it, it it can definitely be well worth it, depending upon Greyhound standards. So, okay, uh, you want to say something, Phil? No, go ahead. I was just messing around. Listen. Uh, how how long was this process? So we're talking about probably a, probably get a, a good month, a little bit over a month. Oh, I thought you was gonna say yeah. It took two years or something like that. A month is yeah. Month oh, is no, better. No, 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 no. Right, no. But still, it's kind of hard. When you're sitting up here and you're trying to, um, as I call it, changing of the guards, because Ron, Ron, he he didn't want the responsibility anymore. But Ron said he still needed a part-time job. I said, well, you ain't gotta go nowhere. <laughs> you stay right here. You you have a job. You you don't have to worry about nothing. I got you. You gonna be the first person I hire. I ain't gotta you know I ain't gotta interview you nothing. I ain't got to teach you nothing. Yeah. So now the guy who I used to work for now, he works for me. Mm-hmm. And, and man, I, I didn't, I would never think in a million years that I would come to Erie, Erie Pennsylvania and become a, a, a franchise owner of a Greyhound. Um, and the guy who I work for now, he works for me. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, what year was it when you, uh, you finally became a franchise owner? February 22nd, 2016. Well, since you already know the date, um, <laughs> how did it actually feel when you f- finally got the notice that you were accepted? 
And you know what? To be honest, do you know it's still it hasn't really hit me? You know what I'm saying? Like it really like it just really hasn't hit me like to work to where I'm like, I'm a business owner. Like I I'm really a business owner. Because I work so much that I'm just like, okay, it's just another day at work. You know what I'm saying? Like it just I mean, I, I had already been working there seven years before I became a business owner. So to me, it's still like it's just n- another day at work. You know what I'm saying just like except for the money might have having has increased a little bit. You know, um, you know, I, I, I'm signing I'm signing checks you know, for for my employee instead of me being the employee signing my check to cash it. Um, it, it, it's still, I mean, it really hasn't really hit me yet still. Um, yeah, and, I, and I'm coming up on five years, you know? So, um, man, I'd, I work every single day. Uh, my last day off was, was Labor Day, and my next day off will be th- this Thursday, Thanksgiving, and I can't wait. Just one day if I'm there, I don't have to see work, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for real. I, 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 I just need a day to where I'm not seeing work at all. Okay, now, so how many employees you have working for? I just wanted to know how well, right many employees now, you got working. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, right now, right now, just just Ron, but be, before before that, I had I, I had two other ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. so, so Mr. Baker was on the news, uh, Fox sixty six. Mm-hmm. Okay, this was yeah. his uh, piece about owning the franchise. The bus station. The community gathers to celebrate the new Greyhound Erie owner. Uh, can y'all see and hear this? Yes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. After overcoming homelessness and drug and alcohol addiction, Jeff Baker managed to get a job working in the Greyhound ticket office. Seven years later, the 37-year-old worked his way into the ownership position, Baker crediting his success to the help that he received from the Erie City Mission New Life Program. Baker says he's honored to have seen family, friend, uh, friends, family members, state representatives, and other community leaders come out to congratulate him. I'm just blessed to have the, the, the Erie community behind me, my city mission family, my, my real family. You know, I, I'm just, I'm overwhelmed with all the love today. Baker is also the first African-American owner of the local franchise. Okay, now, speaking on... Uh black people in ownership you know y'all have y'all stereotypes that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i know you've gotten plenty of it just by the way you laughed man look you know what i've been called a nigga a couple times um i know uh people say that um i know i've actually had a couple of black people sit there and tell me oh oh you're arrogant Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. How the hell can I be arrogant when I came here homeless? I'm the most humble person you've ever met. Just because I'm, I'm, I'm either one walk away from you because you want to argue, or two, you can't get your way. So I'm just, I like, I'm not gonna argue. You know, I, I early, you know, earlier when I first worked there, I used to argue with folks that they they want to just talk you crazy and all that. Now I just walk away from folks, and that makes them even even more mad. So, and that's when people say, "Oh, you're being arrogant." No, 
I'm the boss. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to hold myself as the boss. Now, I'll help you if you come to me and say, "Hey, I need, I need some help." I, and I'm not telling you to kiss my ass or anything like that. Just come to me as a person. Say, "Hey, I messed up here," or "Hey, I didn't know it was this, and I just need some help." I will help you from here to the moon. If you come in there with this mess about, oh, I, you know, you feel entitled. Uh, that don't that don't fly too well with me. So I, I don't care about the stereotypes of being a business owner. It's it's, it's more about helping what you you're supposed to do. And I, I mean, I don't know what more people want want from from business owners or small business owners. But I I do I do my job to the best of, of my abilities. Mm-hmm. So uh, our what was you about to say, Phil? Uh, that wasn't me. I said that. Oh. So uh, I looked at a couple of your Google reviews, and a lot of people gave you props on the service and the, how clean the facility is. Mm-hmm. So, all right, now, we got COVID. Now, how did, mm-hmm. the, how did it affect you? Well, financial-wise... I'm losing over two thousand dollars a month. How? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm losing over like personally, I'm losing over two thousand dollars a month. But on another note, the COVID has actually been a gift and a curse. The curse has been, of course, I'm losing the money, but the gift has been I've gained a lot of time. And I feel even more at peace. Because Greyhound has shut me down to where, okay, they're saying, okay, we can only um, support you this much financially. And so now I have to make cutbacks on my employee. I have to make cutbacks on, on myself. But the time that I have, man, give me the time today for real. Like I, I'm more at peace than I've ever been these these last you know ever since 2000 in February 22nd 2016 for real you know I come home every day you know I play my game I don't bother nobody nobody no nobody really bothers me and I like it that way. Uh, Phil, how do you feel about that during this COVID? It, it's it's almost like the same thing that he he said is is like okay, personally myself I'm not making the money that I was. But at the end, I can pretty much just get up anytime I want to. I can run, go out, exercise anytime I want. I don't know. I kind of feel the same way. What about you? Well, see, my hours really haven't changed. So I'm still going to work every day. I mean, not every day because the days that I'm not going to work, I still need to be at the computer and work from home for eight hours. So I'm still working. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you're home. take a big hit. Yeah, but well, you home. Well, that's the go ahead. Gift and the curse, because yeah. I'm home. So now when I'm at work, I have my daughter climbing over me, and she want to play a lot. And sometimes I can't play with her. But it is good to be home with her all the time and see her growing. You know what I mean? Because if I was working all the time, usually I'll come home. She's already napping. Then we'll wake her up to feed her. Then she go back to sleep. And it's, it wasn't enough time for me and her to like you know hang out. Right. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. I feel the same yeah. way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've actually gotten to um, spend time, you know, with, uh, some, with, with, with some of my family, 
that, you know, I never even got to do, um, you know, because because I worked every day. You know, I, I, I worked every single day. My only days off. And, and this is the first year ever, ever that we have been totally closed on a holiday. We used, we used to stay. OK, so my regular hours are 630 in the morning to nine o'clock at night. Greyhound cut me down to from 7 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. And when it when it was regular hours, you know, from 6.30 to 9, on holidays, we were closed at 1 o'clock. Now, we're not even open at all on holidays. So for me to have one full day off to where I don't see work, man, I'd say I, I really don't care. I, I don't care if, if I'm not going there. I don't care if I'm... If, if I'm not making money that day, I really don't. I need the time because sometimes we have to get away from, you know, from work. We have to have that balance. And I didn't know what balance was because I've always been a hard worker majority of my life. So, um, but now just within, you know, ever since I've had all this time, it's, it's opened up my eyes to me a lot more that money ain't everything. Money is not everything. You know, to have a peace of mind means a lot more today. Hey, that's true. I can't, I can't say it's yeah, not. I agree. Right. Um, so um, now you mentioned your family, seeing your family. How many of them? <laughs> how many of them hit you for free bus tickets? <laughs> <laughs> All the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm the oldest of seven. I have a. Uh, three brothers and three sisters and they're all up under me and um you know if i can help them out or look out for them however you know i i do and you know it's not even it's not even really my family who, who hits me out it's people from like ashtabula who i never rocked with i never rocked with in the street but now they say we're talking about some oh man i'm so proud of you and and and, and you know uh yeah you 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 remember us in Ashtabula, how we used to wild out? I'm I'm like, no, maybe you was wilding out, but I was doing my own thing. So <laughs> I might have seen you. I might, you know, we might have said what's up to each other, but I don't no, I don't. I don't remember when when, when we were wilding out. I remember when you were wilding out. <laughs> 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 all right so uh where you, where you see yourself in the future you know what man uh, so a year after i started working at greyhound my mama said she's like you know i can see you running running this place i'm like whatever yeah, that's not gonna happen well uh, six years later it did happen um after that little reception that uh that uh you just played mm-hmm. uh, you know, with me on TV, um, <laughs> let me tell you about that reception. So that reception was going on while I was working. People are standing. If you see people who are standing around, they're standing, they're standing right in front of my counter. People and, and people are like, oh, well, Jeff, Southern says what wants to talk to you. Southern says wants to. I said, look, I'm still working. <laughs> I, I, I got a bus coming in. Look, y'all, look, I appreciate the the, uh, the whole reception. I love I love y'all for it. I, I'm I'm truly grateful, but I, I still have a job to do. Like I can't I can't just really be out here like this. So um my mama, after everything was over with it, 
my mom again. She was like, now you know what's next. I said, what? I said, what more can there be? I said, because I'm already the owner here. What more, what more can there be? So you need to become, she said, she said, she said, she said, you're going to become CEO and president of Greyhound. I said, slow down. Slow down. <laughs> but I can't, after her saying what she said the first time and it, and it, and it actually happened, I, I can't sit up there and be like, okay, whatever, it's not going to happen. Because who knows? It might happen. But um, I, I love being my own boss. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't work for Greyhound. The, on paper, the name of my business is not great. The name of my business is Jeffrey Baker. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so, um, so Greyhound, back in January, they sat up there and uh, said, uh, okay, well, we have to get away from um, independent contractors, which meaning that I had to become an LLC. So my LLC is, is excellence transportation, just like how that, that's what my uh, Twitter name is. Is uh, his excellence. So, um, so, so I don't know. Should I expand and and go and do other things? I mean, people tell me I need to do some. I, I have a lot of people tell me I need to do something in the sneaker department. I'm like, come on, man. I'm like, look, I I, I talk about sneakers all day, every day, and people are like that is that's what you need to be doing is something in sneakers. I'm like. I got a job. In fact, I don't have a job. I have a business. So what more, what more do, do, do I need to do? But I can't sit there and be like, okay, no, I'm not doing anything in sneakers. Who knows? It might happen. Um, you know, I'm just going to continue to move forward. Just try to stay safe in this pandemic. And man, just, uh, and, and just thank God for every day that I'm, I'm getting up and I, 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 I can lay my head down. You know, I, I just, um, you know, I I I love my job. I might not like some of the areas of my job or people of my job, but um, I'm just grateful today, man. I am beyond grateful. I thank God every single day when I lay my head down. You know, I say, you know, thank you, Lord, for another day, each and every day, because there is times that, um, you know. One story, a, a guy shot at me inside of one of my ex-girlfriend's house. So I'm trying to get away from him as he shoots me. One bullet goes through a wall, and I'm running up the stairs. The other bullet is right above me at the top at the top of the steps. I mean, right above me. So that's why you know I don't take life I don't take life for granted today. You know what I'm saying? Like. I should have been dead because I know that that bullet got it ricocheted off of um, the, the stairwell banner and it went up in the ceiling. If it didn't do that, we wouldn't even be having this conversation right now. Right. Right. So uh, about about all this, the stuff in the future, I say do what your heart feel. If you want to be a C, if you think you could be a CEO for Greyhound, go for it. If you want to do sneakers... Go for it. Like you was talking about, about the time you have. And this is a perfect time if you wanted to do something with sneakers. I don't know. Well, I don't know what they mean by do with sneakers. Like do YouTube and all. I don't, I, I don't know about YouTube. <laughs> just like Jay-Z said, YouTube only pay you a tenth of what you're supposed to do. And right. look, I know my worth. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, since we got all the important stuff out of the way, and you mentioned sneakers, <laughs> I compiled a couple of sneakers uh, that I want you and Phil to do a review on. <laughs> I know, I, I I know what he gonna say. All right, hold oh, on. You just want us to rate them, right? Yeah, rate them and review them. Whatever, whatever comes forward. Can you can you see my screen? Yeah. All right. So those are Adidas top yep. tens. Go ahead, Phil. You first. With with a five, you want me to give it a number rating? You can if you want to. I'll say okay. okay so I'll do a number rating with with a five being average. I'm going to say six and a half. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> I'm gonna give him a seven. That's not too far off from a six and a half. Philip, those are some classic shoes. I own six pair of Yeezys. I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a big Adidas fan. You you throw some Nikes up there. Now you talking my talk, man. All right, so we stand in the Nike of the Adidas family. Here's some Rod Levers. Go ahead, Phil. It look like they might be say a four. Oh yeah! Shit. Oh shit! But that two yeah. classics, y'all shit it on two classics. <laughs> two classics, y'all shit it on. I don't believe. It. How a six a six and a half and a seven is not shitting on something? Uh huh. That's above average. All right, now here's some uh Air Jordan Twelve Dark Concords. Go ahead, Phil. I'm gonna say a uh, uh, seven and a half. <laughs> the more ugly ass sneakers. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> we're not. We're not. Now we're not. We're not talking about the color pattern, right? We're just talking about the sneaker itself, right? Yeah, you can choose the sneaker itself, right? It's still like, ugly, Robert. How you spend it? It's still yeah, I would wear them, but but uh, girls are like them. They look alright on girls. No, look, I have those. I and and I give them. I give them an eight. I give them an eight and a half, oh. and. Just because one, twelves, twelves are very stylish, but you just have to people. But the thing about twelves, twelves don't feel good walking around in them all day. They do not feel good walk, walking around in them all day. Oh no, 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 no. That may that that that's not a sneaker that you walk down the street or you walking around the whole city with your homeboys with. I swear, some things hurt your feet terribly. But color wise, <laughs> I love purple. On, on certain sneakers, and just because it's all black, and black is my favorite color, which is just a hint of purple, I gotta give it eight and a half. Okay. <laughs> Damn, that's so, that's high. Here, here we got the Air Jordan 35s. Go ahead, Phil. Uh, them some, I, I don't know if you want to be in space with them things or what, but them some ugly-ass sneakers. Three. Three. Oh, okay, I agree with you on that one. That's the first one we agree on. <laughs> What do you say? What number? Three. Yeah, I, I I'll agree with you. There. I like the tongue yeah, and I, the shoestrings. That's about it. Man, <laughs> no. The only the only only good thing about those is the tongue, and that's because the tongue is a Jordan Five tongue. Yes. And yeah, no, no, they that's they can take that's that. They'll be in the outlets. You know, I never I never even seen. Into this picture, mm-hmm. 
Yo, baby, you ever see these Jordans? Those just came out. She never saw them either when she was in Jordan. All right. So we got the the Ghostbusters Reeboks. What the hell? Go ahead, Phil. Uh, you took my picture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a nice-looking casual shoe. I'm going to go oh, everything. I don't believe you, man. I don't, but this, this actually, this is this is actually better than I thought. Because, but Philip, what the hell you Philip think those shoes are? You would pick them I, over Rod Leavers. Would you pick these yeah, shoes over Rod these, Leavers? These look like these kind of look like Air Max the way they uh shaped up. So I kind of like these. Oh man, that's ridiculous. Go go ahead, Jeff. I mean, hey, you know what? As a kid, Ghostbusters was one of my favorite movies and cartoons. So, you know, I had all the... That, that's more of a collectible thing because I'm not a huge Reebok fan either. Besides Iversons, because I rock almost every, almost every, almost every Iverson, but not, not all of them. But, uh, yeah, this is more of a collectible thing. Plus, I mean, Reeboks, a lot of Reeboks are comfortable. So, and... That's what I said. I said they look comfortable. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. The, you, and, you know the. I mean, uh, go ahead. I, I, I mean, I'll give it. I, just, just because one is more of a fall color, and that's when I bought them was in the fall, before fall, um, and just because of the the whole classic of of what they stand for, I have I have to give give them a, an eight. Oh my goodness, man! That's a good number. Hey, hey, Roy, you know the uh, Air Max that I always buy is is kind of like that design if you look at them. Oh my goodness! All right, you must be an Adidas man, Phil. <laughs> Adidas? I he did you say Adidas? Yeah. No, no, I got one pair of Adidas in my life. The uh the running drones I got through the military, and the only reason I got those because I was fucking up on my PT test and I couldn't pass the run. So a dude that I know that was fast as shit said, "Yo, these are the best running sneakers," and he had the Adidas. I don't know what design or what what model or what, but I said if that works for him, and he said, "I'm gonna get a pair." And that's the only Adidas I ever had. Damn. Um, All right, so we. I don't have... really wear Adidas. I don't wear Reeboks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ninety percent of my collection is a Nike and Jordan. All right, yeah. speaking of, see, speak- I like Jordan and I like Air Max. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I have a lot of Air Max. A lot of Air Max. That's what I'm saying. I always got at least three, four pair of Air Max at the same time. Mm-hmm. All right. So speaking of Jordans, we got the uh, Air Jordan Three Katrinas. Phil. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. What number you say? Ten. He, hey, the, look. Those, he, he those are my favorite Jordans right there. Uh, look, and and just because just because threes aren't my favorite silhouette, I'm still giving them a nine and a half. Because that is a dope shoe. Exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> what would you give it, Roy? Um, it, it's, a, it's a retro. It's a classic. My, see, my favorite Jordans are Jordan 1. So I get these probably about a good... 
I get he's probably about a good seven because I like that ceramic. I always like that ceramic of front and back. Mm-hmm. Seven, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have the all-time, all-favorite, y'all. Uh-oh. It's Nike. Nike Cortez. <laughs> Go ahead and give it a shitty rating, Phil. <laughs> I'm going to give it a seven. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm surprised. I had and, charities back in the day. <laughs> now, I, I, I have to even give it a little bit higher, just because of, of, of this reason, this reason only. Cortez's, they're very narrow, but they can be stylish if you know how to rock them. Cortez was the, the it was the Cortez and the Air Force Ones that I collected first when I first started collecting sneakers again in 2008. I had a pair of the white, what was it, white, red, and blue Cortez, and I had a pair of all-white Air Forces. So Cortez's, Cortez will always be classics. Like, you can you can never be a classic, period. So that's why, yeah, I, I give, give especially, and, and blue is my second favorite color, I get these an eight. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Both of y'all redeemed yourselves right there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have the Nike Adapt 2.0. Go ahead, Phil. Go and fly away with these shoes. Go ahead, Phil. Jesus Christ. I want to wear them and you gave them to me. Hell, Uh, I'm going to say Okay. You're redeeming yourself. You're doing good. Go ahead, Jeff. Nah, man. Like, these ain't the bit. These things cost like about $400? Yep. They tripping. <laughs> hey, these things are trash. Because it's trash, trash. It, it adapts to your feet, right? You hit a button, don't it like adapt yeah. to your feet? Man, look, man, they need to go somewhere. So then make some George that then. So it is two buttons right there, a negative and a positive. I don't know what. They do loosen them up or tighten them or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's that trash, man. Like, okay, if y'all want to do that, put them on a pair of Jordans then. Uh, all right. So um, <laughs> is the battery rechargeable? Because they're going to die one day. Yeah. They, oh, they have. They can use, like, uh, some kind of little remote or something. And... It's crazy. I seen I seen a little a little demonstration about it. I was like, man, I'm done with these, man. Like I like no, no, it, no. Is these little colors up here? Do they light up? I think so. I yeah, think, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. That's I'm, that uh no. back to the future. Back to the future <laughs> shoes. I'm good. <laughs> All right. So one for you. One for you, Phil. What about you, Jeff? Yeah, same thing. A one. Yeah. No. <laughs> right. I'm good. All right. All right, Phil. Here you go. Air Max 90. OG Laser Blue. Go ahead. Give it a nine. Nine and a half. Why not a ten? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. I like <laughs> those colors, too. You know, uh, I designed some sneakers like this before, but I never bought them on the Nike website. Don't you know, turn around and see somebody with my jeans. <laughs> so, so what, 
what they're doing is they're letting people design their sneakers and then you can buy them. But if you don't buy them, they still own the rights to that. And they can just make them anyway. And fuck it. It's just what people want. You know what I mean? Right. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'll definitely give these a nine. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, I love, I, I, I love Air Max, Air Max 90s. Air Max 90s are very comfortable. I mean, an, another shoe, if it has the right colorway, very stylish. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I just so good on just your feet too. Probably bought like five pair of Air Max nineties. All Me right, too. Uh, I'm in your boat. I probably gave it about a nine, also. Yeah. All right. So here you go, Phil. You got the Air Max nineties, OG infrareds. About the same. Okay. I'll, uh, maybe if if we if I'm gonna talk about the color pattern, since I don't really wear orange, I will get these probably eight and a half, eight. Okay. All right. What about you, Jeff? So is so is this the infrared or, or the orange? Infrared. Okay. But so, I think it looks as you know, it, it's that red that kind of looks orange. Right, yeah. Yeah. So it's not it's not orange uh fills, is 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 red, but it looks orange on this picture. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. They uh re-released these uh last week or two weeks ago. Um, and they sold out. They sell out every time, every time they restock them. Um, I, I'll give these an eight, just because I wasn't impressed with the and and, and these are OG. Like like yeah, these, these are OG. Um, I've I, I've never really been a huge fan of the whole colorway, but it's still it, it's an Air Max ninety. Like you 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 can never go wrong with it, with a, with, a, with a decent Air Max ninety, and that that's exactly right. what these are. That's- so when he showed the picture, I said these are pretty much the same type of deal. You know, I mean, they're going to get a high number. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we got the Nike Air Trainer Draculas. Phil, I see Six. that look on your, I see the look <laughs> on your face too. <laughs> <laughs> got too much going on for me. No, mm. those are those are uh, both would, Jacksons. I think these would be better. They would be better without the strap. They both Jackson's got stripes on them. You don't like them? Yeah. It's the same sneaker. Don't look the same. Yes, sir. It's the same sneaker. Uh, uh Google Bo Jackson's. Matter of fact, I could put them on here. You talk about like look the same. Talk about like like this Bo Jackson? No. I can't what in the world kind of Bo Jackson's are those? But this is the SC the SC trainer highs. No. Uh-uh. How do I how do I bring your picture into play so I can see that? Oh, what you want me to uh can stop I do that? Want me to stop sharing the screen? Let me, I, I was trying to I was trying to see yeah, I was trying to see his picture. I can't see it on the little screen. All right, hold on. I'm a, I'm gonna stop sharing screen. Can you see it now? Yep. Those money right there. Yeah, see this is this is the SC Trainer High. Now the original color you already know is is the Raiders color. Mm-hmm. And every time they put them out, oh, hey man, never. I just so happened to have these out because I was gonna wear them today, but then, but then uh, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot Ohio State play today. These are the ones I have right now. Your screen is like uh, back up a little bit, Phil. Cause it's it's like pixeling up, like, like mm-hmm. I can I can see it, but it's blurry. Yeah, it's blurry. How do you make it clearer? I need light. 
I, I don't know. Would you if you move back? Do you still? No, nah, that's it. You making it still worse right here. Blurry. Yes. No, nah, you you yeah. blurry. Still. I can see the sneaker, but it's all right. blurry and pixeled up. Yeah. Why is it doing that? It's the same ones you got, but I got got the uh, red, white, and gray ones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same one. Mm-hmm. But they don't look like the one you just put up there talking about is the same sneaker. They ain't the same. These ones we got yeah. money. Yes, it is because I found someone because no, I have them upstairs. They right, and I, I just one. said that those that strap. Yeah, they some have the strap on them. Some do and some don't. Oh. Hold on, it's it's on here. I put it in the sneaker folder. Uh, we only got a couple more sneakers to go. Uh, hold on, let me let me share the screen back. Can you see it now? Yeah. yeah. All right. So, what's your review on Dunks? I already see your face, Jeff. <laughs> A four. Dunks, uh, or just this one? <laughs> Why you gotta question my number, man? Move on. I gave you my number. <laughs> go ahead, Jeff. No, um, oh, I know why I was this colorway. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, dunks. Okay, there are some dunks that yes, yes. Uh, I had the Brazil dunks, and I forgot what I did with them. Um, but this one, yeah, I get, I give it a three or four also. Like, I'm just not impressed with, with this with this whole colorway. Now, I will say it is a great fall shoe. It's a great fall shoe. Like, that's a shoe you wear right now because of the whole, yeah. you know, a, a, a fall. I mean, like, the whole weather-wise, it's a great fall. But, yeah, exactly, exactly. But, uh, but yeah, me personally, I, I'm not a big, I, I'm not a big dunk fan. Like, I'm not a huge dunk fan at all. I own two, I took two, maybe three pair of dunks. And, yeah, now all of a sudden, dunks are making a big comeback. Like, I'm like, well, dang, how come y'all ain't do this five, six years ago? Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, Roy, so I had the uh, the thing on that said to blur the screen, so that's why you couldn't see it. Is it still blurry now? No, that's that's a better. Well, it was better before you just moved it. All right. All right, All right so we got the old school D. Brown Reebok pumps. Go ahead, Phil. You got a smile on your face. You must about to I give like it a bad them. review. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm gonna give him eight. I like it. Okay, all right, Jeff. Now, let me just, those there, tell y'all about them. So it's funny you even pulled that. That you even pulled that up because I just wore mine the other day. <laughs> I got mine. I got mine upstairs. <laughs> look, look. If these young kids knew how much of a classic that shoe, this shoe is. With D Brown and the whole dunk contest, man, they would have these these would have flown off shelves, but they don't understand that. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm definitely yeah high number for sure. Yeah, between eight eight and nine because yeah, the, it's just a classic shoe. I mean, w- w- with the pump, the the pump in itself, just to even hear the word the pump, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, I, you know, I remember being in elementary school, sixth grade, and all that. And if you, if you, if you had a pair of pumps, man, you, was, you know, you was all right. Um, mm-hmm. it's like every time I wear mines, I always get funny looks. Like, what the hell is that? Look, I don't know what for, because people our age are probably looking at him like, yeah, he know what's up. But right. it's, I'm sure it's probably them uh, younger kids like, what the what the hell is a pump? Yeah. Uh, hold on, I got your uh, your Bo Jacksons here somewhere. Uh, oh, did we do the um? Did we do these? Go back one. Nope. All right, so here you go, your Nike Air Max ones, Omega Orange. Go ahead, Phil. It's orange, Phil. Those are a nine. So you give an orange sneakers a nine? <laughs> but because you just talking about orange. Yeah, I get it. But you were just talking about nine. But you were just talking about orange early. But you're gonna get Air Max right now, though. All right. All right, Jeff. I'm gonna give him a seven because <laughs> I mean I'm not a huge orange fan, but. It's an it's an Air Max One. Air Max Ones are classics. You know, I have plenty of pairs of Air Air Max Ones. Air Max Ones are just dope. I mean, you, you throw on a, you could throw on a pair of Air Max Ones. You know, they ain't like Jordans where you got to sometimes sit up there and unlace them all the way and do all that. Air Max One, you can slide them on feet and be on be going on about to do it, man. I, yeah, I've seen I love, uh, I so it. so many color patterns with these, and they still all look yeah. fly to me. Man, look, I and and I have to agree with you. Like, I mean, I might not be the biggest fan of, of all of them, but if you know how to rock them, they going they gonna look they gonna look fly. I mean, Air, I mean, Air Max One is just a classic. I have the you yeah. know the OG the 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 uh the, the red and gray and white one. I, I for sure like that's I got that's a. What you say you got, Phil? The ones he talking about. All right, now here go Bo Jackson's with a strap on them. That's the same type of Bo Jackson's I have, but not this color. What color you got? Those are better. It's, uh, it's Those orange. Are better than the it, other one. Where, where the gray and stuff is, mine's is a uh, orange, and and orange and gray. Orange, gray, and white. Is is orange where this this uh where the uh, you see with the straps and all that the straps and everything is orange and you see mm-hmm. the black the black is gray mm-hmm. and the bottom part here is orange where it's blue on the bottom is mine's is orange it, my yeah I got those upstairs there's Bo Jackson's with straps on so that it looked like the dragon but they're not but they're not they're but they're not the same sneaker it does look the same the design is different. All right, here, here's the Bo Jacksons. You can't tell me these are not, these are the same. These ain't the same. Look how it is up top. It's just a different color. Same to me. Well, uh, th- that's gonna be the new show, everybody. It's gonna be Phil and Jeff. <laughs> Rating sneakers. <laughs> that, that's the new one. Our new podcast episode, Phil. I can see it already. We get you on here, and y'all can sit up here and just rank sneakers. I'll put sneakers up. Y'all can tell me what sneakers you want, and I can put. I, I, y'all can sit up there, and I can laugh at y'all about your uh, your score. <laughs> so another it, thing it, before, it's easy for you to sit back. 
Hey, go ahead. I'm saying it's easy for you to sit back. It's, it's easy for you to sit back and talk trash when you don't do the rating. So you, <laughs> you, you doing all the rating. <laughs> I did. I did do some of the rating though. Oh man. <laughs> all right. Before we get out of here, Jeff, another question I forgot to ask you: Are you a low head? Mm -hmm. Uh, what? A low oh, hit. Yeah. Matt, what? Okay, Man, look, I knew. Look, my my polo store is an hour away from me. So there's a lady who used to work there. She has she had my number and would text me, hey, I got I got this in, I got this in, I got this in. I'm putting it all in the back for you. Because I used to go once a month to uh the, the polo store. I still have polo. I probably I probably have at least 20, 30 pairs or, or pieces that still have uh, tags on them from Polo because I shopped there so much. I have not been this year because, you know, the pandemic and all. Um, but, man, look, let this mess pass over. I'm going to be back down there. Look, I, I, I had almost thought about going um, not not Black Friday weekend because I'll never do that again. I went there once. I'll never do that ever again. Uh, <laughs> But the, the week out the week after like uh Black Friday, I'm, I'm thinking about going down there because I haven't been I've been since January. Since January, I've not been to the post store. Last year, I was there every month. And sometimes even twice in a month. That's how much polo I have, man. It is I, I love polo. Polo is my style. Like, you know, I'm like I'm old school. Like, you know, that's that's me. That, that that's all polo. I love polo. I probably in fact I have over 100 polo. Polo, polo, polos. So, yeah. So, and I have so many still with tags on them and stuff, man. I, I, I rock polo. Like people, people know people who know me. Be like, man, I, well, you always stand some polo. Like, yeah, you're right. I do. Mm -hmm. I love yeah. polo. Yeah, from one polo head to another. Uh, but see, I only like shirts. I never, well, shirts and jackets. I never like jeans and sneakers and all that stuff. I only rock the shirts. And the jackets. You know, yeah, the, the, the sneakers have to be very, very particular and dope to me. Like, I love Polo Bear because Polo Bear is just classic in itself. But, I mean, when they put them on the shoes, I'm like, okay, yeah, I definitely got to have these because, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a Polo Bear head. Um, but um, the jeans, I probably have maybe two or three pair of Polo jeans because, yeah. Some of that stuff is a little too skinny for me or tight. And I'm I I don't wear skinny jeans. Mm -hmm. I'll wear tapered, but not no skinny. I can't do that mess. Uh, did you ever order anything from the rifle run site? What is it called? The rifle run uh site. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got plenty from there. I have so much, man. Hey, yes. you, yeah. you know what I hate? When you put it in your you put you put it in your basket, you ready to check mm -hmm. out the size mm -hmm. is sold out. Oh, that happened yep. to me so many times. <laughs> Look, and, and you're trying to hurry up and get it, but yep. like, okay, you see that one thing that you want, you put it in the basket, then, then you you like, okay, let me go ahead and check out, but then you're like, okay, let me go back and see if they got anything else on sale that I can grab too. Then you say, okay, you find with everything you want, and then the main thing that you want, you go to the checkout. Oh, sorry, but this item is out of stock. Yeah, We have to take it cart i'm like man you know what man i'm done yep especially when it's on sale when when they have a sale 20 percent off or 30 percent off or something like that you'll find exactly what you're looking for you as yep. soon as you put it in your basket ready to check out it, yep it's gone 
Yeah, man, I be hating it. And that's like the weirdest uh, thing because no other website does that except the Rock Loren site. <laughs> oh no, there, there's a few of like um like uh I'll wear a little bit of uh old school Nautica. Mm-hmm. Nautica does the same thing. Um yeah, I have a couple what, of those too. Yeah, oh yeah, most definitely Nautica. Um uh well I what wear, about uh, Polo Association. Bullshit. No. 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 Look, when I first moved to Erie and I lived with my sister and I had and I just needed a new pair of shoes, I went and got a pair of those polo association sneakers. Them things didn't last a month. I said, Yeah, that'll never happen again. Them things, those the bottom, the bottom of them came off. In about three and a half weeks, I said, "Yeah, no." Nah. <laughs> I say that because uh, I had a couple of the t-shirts, and Roy. As soon as Roy saw him, he said, "Shit!" <laughs> yes. Uh huh. <laughs> no, <laughs> that ain't gonna work. Uh-huh. Even though, even yeah, though yeah, Polo Association started before Polo. <laughs> and what does that mean? They, they started in the 1800s. Get technically <laughs> off the rent bit off of them. Man, look. Uh-huh. No, no, all it's all polo. You know what? Now, now that I think about it, I'm like, okay, I haven't been to the store since January. I said, how about I end the year off? You know, with going to the, the store. All, all I have to do is just call out and be like, "Hey, my name's Jeff Baker." Oh, I know you, Jeff. I called. I called the lady in uh, April when when they were getting getting ready to open back up. Just asked her, "Okay, how are y'all opening back up?" She's like, "I said, I said, hey, my name's Jeff Baker. Jeff, I know you." I'm like, "Oh, okay. I don't even know her, but she knows me." But uh, she, yeah, like that's how much polo I have, man. Like it's ridiculous. I still have polos in bags, man. Like that's I always. Look, last year the best sale I called Polo, they had polos on sale on the clearance rack for twenty dollars a piece. N- nice, good polos, not no, no, just a one little small uh, polo emblem or anything like that. But you know, the big ponies, mm-hmm. and they were twenty dollars a piece for thirty percent off. So the, you know, that makes them fourteen dollars a piece. Man, that's now nice at least get seven to eight different one of them, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, that's how much I love polo. Like polo is just that's always been, you know, my my number one. Polo is definitely my number one. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry, Phil, you ain't wasn't involved in that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, all right, Jeff. What's your uh, social media? Yo, hit me up on uh, hit me up more on Twitter. I man, look. <laughs> Twitter has been, been has been busting here lately. It's just crazy. Um, uh, my my Twitter handle is his excellent seventy nine. So if uh, you know if anybody really wants to get get in contact with me, hit me up on Twitter. You know, um, I, I get people who who message me about shoes, about I I I've had people who message me just about life. You know what I'm saying? Because they saw my story. And they're like, hey, man, you know, I'm proud of you. I, you know, congratulations. You know, what, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And that's one thing I love. I love to talk about life. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it doesn't have to be about because, um, 
you know, you're going through a certain a certain situation that I might not be, um, you know, I might not have, have, have ever went through, but I can be an ear. I, I can give you some advice on, 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 on what I've done in, in my certain situation. So, I mean, yeah, if people want to talk about life, hey, I have no problem with that, man. I love I, I love to talk about life. I mean, I, we need more people to just you know reach out to, to to just be like, hey, man, can we just talk? Even if it's even if it's just about sneakers, you know, or polo or whatever. So, man. Mm-hmm. Well, you can reach us on Facebook and Twitter at PNL Judgmentals, Instagram at the two underscores Judgmentals, or email us at PNL Judgmentals at gmail um, Real quick, Jeff, how's uh, NBA Two K Twenty One on Xbox Series X? Uh, definitely, it's a little bit different. It's not all that different, but I mean, this. I, I I had my uh, PlayStation Five going uh, this whole time, but it turned off because I, I I haven't touched it. So I think the PS Five is definitely better. Um, Why? Graphic wise, mm-hmm. graphic wise, and um, some of the I mean they actually have a couple of um, what they call them exclusive games. You know that that Miles Morales looks good. Man, that Miles Morales is great. That's what's in my PlayStation 5 right now. So, yeah, as soon as we get done talking, I'm hitting that right up because I play that. I play that. It, it, it's dope, man. Like, for real. And I will give them, I will give PlayStation and Xbox their their props on the whole loading time of games. Like, yeah, it used to take, it used to take me like five minutes just to load up the first uh, Spider-Man. The Miles Morales? Shit. Less than uh, thirty seconds. So, mm-hmm. well, thank you, but thank you for shoving that you got a PS Five and the Xbox Series X down our throats too, because I see you on Twitter <laughs> posting it all the time. Thank you for the ones that could that can't get one, that can't find look, one. Man, look, I look, I told folks, I, I even, I that, that's why. Look, this is why I tweet. I, I, I don't just, 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 just tweet the tweet. I tweet to help folks also, because I know some folks they actually don't know some. Somebody was asking me about about the whole finish line point point rifle thing. I'm trying to explain to them like, look, you can put in extra entries, so it gives you a better chance of getting the uh, sneaker. So when it was time for the Xbox and the PlayStation Five, I said, look, go to your local store. You might, yeah, you you might, you might just uh went low. You hear me now? No, it's the same. It's like it's on speaker. Does it sound like it's a speaker? Can you hear me now? That's better. Uh-huh. All right. But yeah, um, but yeah, so I told everybody, I said, look, go to your, your local store. Go to go to GameStop. Say, hey, here's what here's what I want to do. And my local store told me, just go in there, give them a hundred dollars. Pre-order it towards something. It doesn't have to be towards what you want. So then when the pre-orders drop. They can take that money that you have on whatever you pre- you pre-ordered for whatever and throw it and just throw it on the Xbox or PlayStation. I didn't even have to go in the store. My stuff was pre-ordered just like that. Mm-hmm. They, they emailed me my receipt and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. thank th- thank you for giving us that information. What way too late? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> 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 <Thanks>. <laughs> Man. We appreciate
appreciate you, bad, uh, sitting with us yeah. for about an hour and a half. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man. Look, man. Look, y'all listen. Look, come check these guys out, man. I, I, I enjoy talking to y'all, man. You know, mm-hmm. we all, we're, we're all around the same age, so, you know, and I don't really, like I said, I, I don't really rock with nobody. Like, I'm sitting at home now. I'm about to, I just finished watch, watching the Ohio State game. I'm about to play my, play my game and just chill, man. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll be back because a new show going to be Philip and Jeff rate sneakers. <laughs> and whatever sneakers, <laughs> whatever sneakers you want to tell me, I'll put it in a folder and we're going to just sit and rate sneakers. Hey, <laughs> so I, I, so I, can, I can laugh at both of y'all. So, <laughs> hey, hey, look, look, put up there, put up there like 20, 20 to, the, to 30 sneakers. And hey, you got me. Yeah, oh, we can do that when, whenever. Uh, I don't know, sometime in December, whenever. Never yeah, did. like right before Christmas or something. Or in fact, like a couple weeks before Christmas, when all these parents go out here and start dropping all that money on on all these new sneakers that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we we should post it on YouTube too, since we got the video up and have have the sneakers showing while y'all reading on it. Yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Well, all right, yeah. Jeff, man, thank you. All right, brother all right, Jeff, hey, thanks. Yes, sir. Thank, hey, man. Thank y'all for having me, man. I appreciate y'all, man. All right. Yeah. All right. Hey, yo, man. It's your time. And fuck poverty. This money, man. Fuck you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you're mad at me just by how your face look. You can check the.